Welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Cedra Sarton for another episode of Share Truth Apply Scripture. I am happy to be back. <laughs> I am glad to be back, and I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah. It's a wonderful week in the past. Oh, yes. A couple episodes that y'all have been a part of, those that are listening and those that have downloaded the podcast, we've covered a variety of different things, what's going on in the culture. We've discussed topics about being a good parent during mm-hmm. this time, but today... We're going to talk about Easter mm-hmm. and different ways we can go about celebrating that and look at that. It's just a great time. It's kind of, for me, Jordan mm-hmm. and Cedra, it's kind of snuck up on me a little bit yeah, mm-hmm. with what's going on um, and just had a, had a lot of things going on, uh, good things going mm-hmm. on personally. And then um, uh, also with the season that we're in with the quarantine, mm-hmm. um, a lot of distractions there. So it's kind of snuck up on us. So. I'm glad that we we decided to take an episode to talk about it, and for those that yeah. s- snuck up on too, we can be reminded of it, because it's an important mm-hmm. time of the year. Yeah, and I, I do think this is an important thing to talk about, especially now, um, just because I, I feel like everybody, we've heard the 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 uh, radio shows sure. that talk about Easter when the time comes Absolutely. around as a seasonal thing, yeah. but it is, it is a unique time right now because uh, a lot of the traditions that people have and a lot of the... The, the things that in, in some outward ways make the day a special day. It does. Um, I think for kids as well. Um, those things have been taken away from us. And I think, I mean, this, I wouldn't, I won't make a bit too much of a big deal out of this, but I think that that could be a really good thing and something that maybe God is doing intentionally to, um, you know, for, for those of us or for, for, for Christians who might have, um, you know, for lost focus over the years, or for those people who maybe be, are those like on a holiday Christians kind of people who who only sure. go to church on those kind of special days, um, taking those things that make us feel good about ourselves away from us, so that we're stuck at our at our homes with our family on Easter Sunday, and we have to be that Christian there mm-hmm. in our private life, and it's not about what people are seeing. It's not about the the performance that a church can put on sure. this is about you as a child of god worshiping god in the light of the resurrection yeah amen yeah and so this is what that's what we're really going to be talking about um is how will this change uh easter for us and how might our observance of this be affected and maybe what are the positives that come out of this um i think for me uh, my church doesn't do any necessarily like organized like activities around Easter. So there's not like a, the, the big, you know, the Easter pageant or any of like the, the, egg the, the egg hunts and stuff. And not that, <laughs> not that those are bad. We just don't, we just happen not to do those. Um, uh, there's a lot of families who do that around us, but we, we, we do have that, that, um, service of, you know, we, we, we talk about the resurrection. It's always a wonderful time to talk about. Um, and I'm, and I'm glad that do you our take communion on that day. Um, or how do y'all go about I think well, we do communion maybe once once a month or once every two weeks or sure. something something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and I think we it, it sometimes falls on gotcha, Easter. Okay. Yeah, um, but uh, and I, I'm glad that our church is um, doing a, a video stream of, of of services as well, so we can kind of still feel like a community, still feel connected to one another in sure. that regard. Um, but it, it, I am looking forward to. Um, 
maybe starting new traditions with my family. Yeah, um, uh, Apart from the context of the church, but just being with my family and sitting down with um, my now three-year-old and my now (laughs) one-year-old and uh, to the best of my ability, explaining to them what this is about. And and just just having a sweet time with them, that's really what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. What about you, Sadra? Uh, well, things are going to look, you know, different for me because I don't live with my family. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so I, I, you know, I think this is a good time though to cut the distractions. Yeah. All the extra stuff, like not necessarily, like, like you said, Jordan, not necessarily bad things. Mm-hmm. Like I've always grown up enjoying the Easter egg hunts and things like that. But I think this is a time. Y'all, none could, of, neither one of y'all mentioned food. Y'all don't, y'all don't do good Oh, there's food. always, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist, so there was always a potluck. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Potluck every time. <laughs> And, uh, but I think this year, you know, it'll cut away from all of those things and you see what we're celebrating, just what it is without mm-hmm. all the extra around it. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be a very big positive. Yeah. We mentioned that, uh, either last week or the week before mm-hmm. in our looking at positive things or redemptive things mm-hmm. that can come from being quarantined and one would be, yeah an extra focus on God um, as a result of all the other things yeah. that would busy our lives. and that and not, would Yeah, go ahead. And not wanting to play down the hardships that people are going sure, through. I know some people are going right. through some very difficult we, times. I know that there's mm-hmm. been a rise in uh, unemployment claims and oh, things yeah. like that. And I know it's been very difficult. And for the ones who are actually ill and sick right now, um, so I can't imagine. Right. But uh, that... Yeah, yeah, there's a list. There's a whole list yeah. of... Um, tragedies that are taking place uh, outside of just the virus alone mm-hmm. and that um we, and we, we went over those last week go back go to engagemagazine.net and you can go to uh podcast or ra- it's radio radio, radio, yeah. radio go, click go, radio and click radio yeah. and you'll see our podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can uh listen to uh-huh. our previous episode where we discussed that but we um but uh back to what i was saying about um that th- th- this is a time as, as both of y'all have mentioned is a time to um Make the, make the most use of our quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and with all the other things that are good things, mm-hmm. but not the yeah. essential or the primary focus, <laughs> the primary thing. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, though, our the one thing that I'm a little disappointed about is that our Sunday school class, my Sunday school class, that was going to, there was a particular gentleman in there that had, uh, this was a month ago, a month and a half ago, way before this mm-hmm. happened, um, before this was even on our radar being right. quarantined and he's he mentioned that he had a friend that was a messianic jew mm-hmm. he was a christian but still rec- it was a jew mm-hmm. became a christian mm-hmm. trusted in the lord and savior believed in the new testament right and then uh but still practiced a lot of the rituals and the old sure. te- traditions yeah. mm-hmm. in in the old testament as a jew and he had so ce- he had celebrated i guess or or went through mm-hmm. their um week or two weeks, whatever it was, yeah. that led up to Easter Sunday, right? And he experienced that, mm-hmm. and just really brought Easter to mm. a whole other level for wow. him. His yeah. appreciation for what took place, yeah, the whole uh, you know recognizing the Passover and all that, all that comes into that, and it was a big deal for him. Mm. And he thought that we would take now. He now he also went on to say that some of it was a, a bit much, you know, or, or different, <laughs> or, or something he may not have agreed with, right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or it was a little different for him, or he didn't see where it made you know right. added any any anything to it. Uh-huh. However, overall, and a lot that he took away from it was very good, and he wanted to take some of those things 
those pieces out of it and do it together as a Sunday school class. Wow, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, and we talked about it and we knew what uh, we knew what to expect. And um, now he things like he wasn't going to dress up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, there were things like that where he said we don't have to go that far. But right. but well, I, th- I think even modern day Jews don't dress up. Right, they just okay, come, yeah. You know, okay, their okay, casual sure, clothes or whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> so so he so we yeah. agreed to it, and then of course now we're not going to be able to do that. So yeah. I'm, li- I'm di- a little disappointed that we're not going to be able to do that. Hopefully, we'll put that on pause and do that again next year. But uh, but to go back to y'all's point, though, um, look- I am looking forward to being with my family. Now, mm-hmm. on my family and my intermediate family mm-hmm. side, while w- I will not be able to participate in that with my Sunday school class, we will be doing uh, time together mm-hmm. um, where we get together. We'll spend one day where it's primarily just fellowship. Right. So it's not necessarily an emphasis on Easter because we'll right. be doing – the egg hunts and the and mm. the and the grilling out and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But then the, uh, on Friday, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, on Sunday, mm-hmm. we'll get together, mm-hmm. uh, experience the worship service and church together. Yeah, we'll be able to explain during that time with the kids and everybody in the same room mm-hmm. the purpose of Easter. And so That's we'll be able good. to go through that. I, I, I love that, and I, and I love that um the what you said that your Sunday school was planning on doing. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was when I was younger, I was still living with mom and dad. We actually did a couple of times. We did a Passover. Yeah. Um, I mean, to the best of our, I mean, what we what we knew how to do. Yeah. And I mean, it was an interesting experience. Sure. I, and I think if if you look at what they did in the Old Testament with the prescribed, um, what, what the prescribed steps were and what they did, and you look at the symbolism behind it, I do think it's a wonderful thing to investigate um, with your kids, especially. There's a there's a part in the Passover Passover feast where there's a special emphasis on teaching the children. There so like the, 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 the youngest in the group, the youngest who can speak, I suppose, sure. will, would, would ask questions and there would be like a list of questions they would ask. And then the, the person who's in charge would That's, answer the questions. And there, th- I, I love that. Yeah. Like, I, and I think that that was part of the conversation yeah. That's what I right. was trying to yeah, get exactly. to. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that could be something that, um, maybe in our own, uh, uh in our own way, we could, um, do that. Um, we can have a special time set aside, where uh, we read, reread um, maybe the the Passover from um, from the Old Testament. We we look at the the, the laws and, and the the traditions around that that come from the Bible, and then we go and we look at the crucifixion and the resurrection, mm-hmm. and we draw those parallels and we explain to our children, even the youngest, as mm-hmm. much as we can, um, and use that time really wisely because uh, you have an opportunity here as a parent. I'm 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 speaking to the parents now. Um, you have an opportunity here to you yourself, not a Sunday school teacher, not a preacher, but you digging into the scripture and bringing it to your children. And, th- and I think there's, there really isn't anything better than that yeah. to, for, for yeah. you yourself to disciple your children and tell them this is really the most, I would, I would say right now, the most important thing um, in Christianity is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything Amen. hinges on that one thing. And this is an opportunity for you to to explain that and to pass that along to your child and to and to bring them up in that knowledge. And I think that's wonderful. And I think it's like uh, so much, I think it's going to mean so much more to the kids coming from the parent. Mm. I think a lot of times, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying, I think going to school, going to Sunday school, listening to the pastor, all things that are important and you want your kids to yeah. do but what are they getting at home like yeah, I mean, what are they going point, what so are they yeah. going home to and you can't rely on that short period of time on like you know for us wednesday nights or in sunday mornings 
to completely supply them with all that they right. need. Yeah. They they got to get it at home too. And I think a lot of parents uh this, this is a learning experience from them yeah. learning how to do that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And don't don't um shy away from the challenge or don't be embarrassed if you are a parent and you're struggling with communicating with your children or your teenager or your daughter or your son whatever age they are um the uh, you know be honest with yourself own it and do the best you can and there's all kind of resources and tools out there oh absolutely they can help you uh, obviously uh, reading scripture and praying will help you um asking advice from parents and th- and those that have already mm-hmm. been through the same age and the same stage that you're going through getting advice from them but don't waste that opportunity while you're at home during this season to explain specifically the death burial and resurrection of jesus yeah. uh, and i would i would recommend there's all kind of places in scripture you can read but first corinthians chapter 15 1 through 5 talks about this is the gospel and then it explains the death burial and resurrection the importance mm-hmm. and the reason why mm-hmm. and I, I i learned this morning and our staff devotion mm-hmm. that first corinthians was the first book in the new testament that was written I, yeah. that was new, I, at it's, least that's what I that's what I understood yeah. him say this morning. So that's First Corinthians right there, and so that's important for us to go look at, find scriptures like that to read, mm. and have these um, educational conversations and spiritual uplifting conversations because you never know at what point your um, daughter or your son mm-hmm. is going to come to faith in Christ, and it could be as a result of what you plant in them. Yeah. So that's a good point, Sergio, because. Mm-hmm. Um, this is even more so. We know, as you mentioned, Cedar, we know that we should know as Christians our responsibility is to teach our children. We know that. But sometimes we do begin to lean on the other uh, other secondary resource out right. there as to be a primary resource, and we leave it up to them because for different re- reasons. Yeah. Like one I mentioned, you may not feel equipped. Mm-hmm. You may be embarrassed because you um, – uh, or, or you may be embarrassed by – what the Bible says sometimes you have to explain it you know you don't know how to yeah whatever the reason is this is a good time to get beyond that mm-hmm. and and a good opportunity to start developing that relationship yeah that we should have with our children is to be who they come That's to good. who they come to when they have questions about scripture about worldview about what's right and what's wrong and and the most importantly what we're talking about today about Easter mm-hmm. death burial, and resurrection of and Jesus I think it's a great thing too um, I, I'm just thinking about the times where I mean I'll, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll, and I'll take my son Andy he's three now and I, we, we pray every night and he has the same prayer that he says and I'm just trying to get him to know how to pray like the, <laughs> how to physically actually say words sure. and pray um, three yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's three years old wow. um, good for you so we do that and I those those t- moments to me are a good opportunity for myself to look inward and say, okay, now I, I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm praying with my son and I, or I'm teaching him how to pray. But h- how has that day gone for me spiritually? Like how I, I'm teaching him how to pray. I'm I'm bringing him before the Lord. But have I brought myself before the Lord today? Mm. Have I been as faithful as I'm trying to teach my son to be? Mm. And so like when we this Easter, when we sit down on the couch with our kids or whoever else is in the house with us, and we are bringing these things before them, I think don't don't neglect your own spiritual walk in this. Use mm-hmm. these times because I think most people are going to have a Good Friday off, and I mean it's certainly Saturday and Sunday, Easter Sunday off. Right. Um, use that time well. Get alone. 
I think, get away from everybody. If you need to take turns with your spouse and hand the kids off or whatever you have to do, but get alone and spend some time in prayer, spend some time in reading and just really meditate on the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that specifically is probably one of the, the, the best things that you can do is to bring your, remind yourself of what happened there. Um, and everything happened there, really. I mean, there, there, you could you could spend all eternity thinking about that one yes. thing, but think about what that means for you as a believer that your Savior is alive. He is a a human man who is um, who is pleading on your behalf before God, and mm. he is a perfect mediator between you, a sinful person, and God, a holy God, and just med- just stay there you just it doesn't have to be complicated just uh, let your mind sit there for a while and then go to your family and then talk to your children about these things because honestly when it comes from when when those things come from a heart that has been warmed by these truths it is so much more effective than it than if you're just kind of giving them the information yes, just the, the head knowledge of this um, when they when they see that these things are actually living in you that's when there's when yeah. that's there's power there, I Amen. think. Yeah, Sager. I I just keep thinking. One thing I want to encourage our listeners to do is to take time. Maybe tomorrow. I think a lot of us, uh, even the ones of us that are who are working from home, will be off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Take time and open up the scriptures. I don't know when the last time it was that you read through um, Christ and his journey from his. You know, and I start before his death. Start you know when he is first arrested and go all the way through to his resurrection and on after and just read through that entire section of scripture um and really meditate on that because there's a lot of things and when i sat down and actually just read it for myself there are things that i realized i parts i was i was missing and and it just means you're you're going to gain something it's not going to be old i promise (laughs) you go through and read it take time tomorrow if you're surrounded if you're lucky enough to be you know have family with you maybe sit down and read it out loud yeah together as a family you know and that is the one thing uh at this point a big thing i, I it consider it a homework assignment yeah <laughs> consider it a home i'm yeah consider it your homework just assignment people away though you got to find something more creative homework. this is this is a good yeah. homework yeah. assignment well sometimes reading the bible starts off as homework and hopefully ends yes. as better yeah. than yeah. that well, well, I'm, so. I'm quizzing <laughs> right, i'm quizzing George. every time you know if i That's run true. into somebody and they say they heard you know we get anybody say they heard the podcast i'm mm. gonna go great so did you do the assignment <laughs> right i agree That's I a good agree. Test. yes i agree with that jordan and i agree with that secret do both <laughs> yeah. that's right Absolutely. hey uh, you know something important for us to remember is that we have the and we mentioned this before because of the time we're in but mm-hmm. just a reminder that we have these tools and these resources mm-hmm. you know being at you know social media and f- and f- um, different ways to video chat mm-hmm. yeah whether it's zoom or facetime or, or whatnot and so while we can't get together in large groups like we would at a church or a Sunday school type setting, there are some things that we can do. And I know that my Sunday school class, we still meet once a week through Zoom mm-hmm. uh, for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And that's our time. Now, we've it's interesting that we moved it from Sunday morning to like a Wednesday or Thursday or yeah. a different day of the week yeah. because it would be a long Zoom day. Yeah. We did yeah. exactly. Sunday morning uh, yeah. Sunday school and then did Sunday morning service uh-huh. and on and on, you mm-hmm. know. So we spaced it out. But take advantage of those. I'm not, I'm not big personally into technology. Um, for me personally, can it, it over time becomes uh, 
um, a, a bad thing for me, I right, guess. You yeah. know, it takes up too much of my time. But I do, I do see the purpose of it, and I do use it. Mm-hmm. It's just not a primary way I go about it. But I have learned during this time mm-hmm. to appreciate it more de- for that reason. So for those that are listening, don't forget about the different ways that you can go about. Maybe your family is not close like mm-hmm. Jordan's and mine are. I know Cedar, yours are they, they're not local. Are they? Lo- yeah, they're, well, they are, they're about they're about forty five minutes away yeah. from that's, me. I guess minutes, well, see, in Mississippi, that's not local. Right? Yeah. If you were to go to a big city, that's local. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not. You know, that's it's actually it's not it's not too bad. But just sure. right now, we're in a time we're not supposed to be right. Yeah, driving and All that hanging kind of out stuff, in large yeah. groups. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm yep. trying to I'm trying to follow the rules. Yes, you're doing a good job. Thank yeah. you. But there's <laughs> different ways you can go about um, making sure to keep that yeah. relationship, keep that connection. So keep that in mind. And yeah. a lot of people are, are using this, uh, using uh, Facebook. I know it has this ups and downs, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think, um, whereas I don't agree, we've talked about this in podcasts before, the importance <laughs> of uh, meeting with the body of believers and not 100% relying yeah. on Facebook live stream church. Right, uh, right, right. I will, but there, we, I will say that there are times like these times uh when we're not able to meet as a group, that that is uh, become very handy to have, a very nice tool to use. And so sit down with your family or whoever. Um, and if you do have kids, like you guys, you both have uh, kids and uh, at least at least one who's old enough maybe to ask questions. I don't know if Andy's old enough to really ask, <laughs> know what not he's talking about. Not the right questions. Yeah. Not the right questions, but yeah. it can't hurt. Encourage them to ask. That's right, yeah. To know that they were, you know, kids are paying right. attention. And then when you, when you get them asking questions, they'll, it, it'll, it'll make them want to pay attention right. more. Mm-hmm. That's what I find. Mm-hmm. So when you encourage them to ask questions and stop and talk to them about it, mm-hmm. don't just watch it and turn it off and go on about it. Stop and talk about it yeah. as a family. That's your that's your next homework assignment. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's important too. I, I, I think about the the people maybe in our community who feel the pressure to go to church only on Christmas and Easter. Yeah. So yeah. These, these times, and and you might not think about these people until this day comes. You're like, oh, well, I, I expect to see so and so show up sure, because this is absolutely. the day they come to church. Reach out to them. I think, you know, yeah, I mean, call, call them, give them a call, just ask how they're doing. I mean, it, you don't have to be intrusive. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> dr- yeah. drag them, you know, by the collar and, and sure. you know, uh, be, be intrusive or, ask them or anything. what they're going to do instead of doing yeah, church. Exactly. We know church yeah. is closed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you, you, I reach out to them and, and, and let them know you're thinking of them. Let them know, hey, you pray together over the phone um, because oftentimes – uh, for one reason or another, these are the only days that they choose to go to church. Uh, this is the only time that they're exposed at all to the Word of God. And I think, you know, using this time to be like, okay, well, n- they, th- maybe they thought that they were going to get out of it this time, but you're not going to let them, you know. Exactly. And, uh, you know, just give them a call. Let them know you're thinking about them. Pray with them. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to. uh try to win them to God over the phone, but you can if that's what you feel led to do. But I do think it's important not to forget about these people. Yeah, that's a good point because we've talked about this as we were preparing for this program, but there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know how the number in front of me, but my pastor's talked about it before. But during Christmas and Easter, he's, he's made uh, the week before Christmas and the week before Easter leading up to it, he'll mention, hey, as a congregation, he said, expect 
you know, almost twice as many people because mm-hmm. we do two services yeah. on both of those days. We mm-hmm. have so many people. But you expect a lot of people that are, quote, not church-going people or, or not Christians, mm-hmm. you know, that are just going to appease their family members that want them to go. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. time. And so it's a good opportunity. And we, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that we're going to be able to do that in most places. Mm-hmm. Um, won't be able to do that. Um, so find creative ways and different ways to go about making sure that those people that would have been there otherwise feel that same appreciation and connection because that could lead to that personal connection could have led to the person that's been going for four or five years mm-hmm. on Easter and Christmas or one or the other. Now, you know, they don't have to go, so to speak, but you, you reach out to them and re- let them know you're thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And like you said, ask for different ways you can pray for them. Maybe that perfect touch. Um, and that's one thing we can do for those that aren't going to be able to attend church. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And maybe after this long spell of uh, no one being able to go inside of a church and gather, maybe when things clear out, you can convince them, hey, since, you know, we're going back, would you like to attend with me? Right. You know, maybe you, maybe you can get them to come. Yeah, that would be, and I think that that would be great. And just to let them know, hey, you're thinking about them. Uh, I think, like you said, that might be the thing that, that prompts them to continue to pursue God even more. And what I want people to kind of leave this episode with is to see this time as a gift, really, Mm -hmm. and and to see the positives. And this has been the the theme of the last couple of episodes, but really, especially in light of Easter, um, this is is the the day that, that we remember that death is dead, that, 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 our our lord has defeated our enemy and our enemy is death our enemy is mm-hmm. sin and really we have nothing to fear as right. as a people um and as children of god so choose to live this easter this weekend and, and honestly the rest of time um during this during this whole coronavirus quarantine and all the uncertainty surrounding that choose to live in that light choose yeah, to live amen. in in tr- the true truth that we have nothing to fear. We are children of God and that he is on the throne, sovereign over everything. And, and let that show before people too. Let that show before your, the, whoever you're living with, your family, let that show before the people who only go to church on holidays. Um, really let that be broadcasted that you're, go, you're not going to sit in your home and feel the doom and gloom mm-hmm. that is being preached from every news media outlet mm-hmm. and all of over social media. Choose to to live in the the light of the truth, um, and really uh, d- dig into Easter and and don't let this time pass by, and you haven't taken advantage of it. And yeah. I think that and that's why we're doing this program because up until about forty eight hours ago, when, before we started preparing for this, it snuck up on me. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is a good reminder for me. It's a good reminder for all of us, and it's a good reminder for those that are listening. Absolutely. So um, we hope that you all have a wonderful Easter uh, holiday this year. And hopefully all of this quarantine will pass over and we will be able to fellowship all at the same church again. And until next time, we hope you continue to share truth and apply scripture.